Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 294. I worked alone for the first five years, five years of straight up grind and hustle all by my lonesome without any help. When I was a solopreneur, the idea of outsourcing literally made me seize up with anxiety. I was working around the clock to maintain and expand my business and the thought of bringing in someone else to my perfectly orchestrated system that wasn't broken, it made me feel woozy. I'm really being honest here. Now, here's the thing. My system, it actually wasn't perfectly orchestrated. In fact, it was far from it. Sure, I had piecemealed systems together, but were they really working for me? I mean, I never got into photography or entrepreneurship to work 24-7, and yet I was tapping away at my computer all hours of the day and the night in order to stay on top of things. I never left the house without my computer, and I even slept with it on my nightstand. Talk about not great boundaries. Now, I went into business for the freedom and flexibility of working for myself, but I found myself a slave to the calendar and my clients rather than being free and living my best life. Now, I have a feeling you might be experiencing something similar. Whatever category of business you're in, when you are the one running the show, it can feel impossible to hand over even a little bit of the reins. I recently ran into a local entrepreneur And I asked her how her busy season was going. And she kind of awkwardly ducked her head and said, I know, I know, I need help. I've just got to get things ready before I can hire someone. I mean, have you guys ever heard someone tell you, I got to get in shape before I join the gym? And you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. The same goes for outsourcing. You're not going to be good at everything. In fact, you're not supposed to be. And odds are you're working really hard and really long hours and you barely have time to keep up with your life, let alone hire and train and manage another person or a team of people. I get that it feels intimidating. I get that it's scary. I was right where you are. I was embarrassed to bring someone in and let them see my process because while it was working, it definitely wasn't streamlined or well thought out. So maybe it's that control thing that's holding you back, or maybe you're finally at a place where you're growing your profits, or maybe your profits are even booming. And the thought of spending your hard fought for money to pay someone else to do something that you can do is a tough idea for you to grapple with. 
screw money. Maybe it's just a trust thing. You've built your business from the ground up. You and only you can do things the right way. You've seen it through dry seasons and uncertain trying times, as well as all of its highs and successes and advancements and wins. Everything that's happened has happened because of you and you alone. And bringing in another person might feel like you're opening the doors to a major dynamic change or worse, potential failure if that person messes up. I get it. I felt all of these emotions. I was gripping onto my business with the white knuckles to the point where I just felt straight up fatigued and stressed out. Like, Jesus, take the wheel tired. But at least I was handling it all myself, right? That's what I thought. Wrong. Doing it by yourself doesn't make you the strongest business owner out there. It doesn't make you more capable or worthy of success. It honestly just slowly drains you over time because you're pouring your heart and soul and most of your waking minutes into the hustle that one day you'll wish you could have that time back. I know it's heavy to think about and it feels safe to hold on to your business with everything you've got. I totally empathize, but it is okay to lay down your fears about money and time and control to allow people to come in and lend you a hand. In fact, it's really good for you. So let me spend this episode walking you through it. So no matter what it is that's holding you back, by the time I say the closing line on this show, you'll have clarity for what your first hire or your next hire should be when you're ready. We're talking all about outsourcing today and how to know when it's the right time to bring in a little extra support. It might be hiring someone to clean your house or bringing in a part-time nanny or finding business support with your marketing, billing, or social media efforts. I'll share my own stories of going from flying solo to a team of over 10 people. We're going to get into all the details about when to outsource, how to find the right help, what to look for in new hires, how to cost it all out, and mindsets around time versus money, and which one you should consider a more important currency. It's going to be real juicy, y'all, so let's get into it and talk about taking on help because you, my friend, deserve it. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Big shout out to PicMonkey for supporting this episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Create powerful designs for social media, marketing materials, advertising, and more using thousands of templates and millions of stock photos. For 17% off your annual PicMonkey subscription, that's up to $20 off the regular price, head to PicMonkey.love slash Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger Podcast... It wouldn't be possible without my friends at HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software of Team Jenna Kutcher. With HoneyBook, your clients get to view beautiful proposals, sign and pay effortlessly without ever having to print or mail a thing. All of your files are stored in one place so that you can access them from anywhere, your laptop or your smartphone. Deliver the ultimate client experience and save 50% off your annual subscription. To see how I use HoneyBook in my business and to save, head to jennacutcher.com slash honeybook. That's jennacutcher.com slash honeybook. 
I didn't know I needed help until it was almost too late. I always feel a pit in my stomach when I think about this season of life because the only way to describe it was dark. I was a solopreneur on my own and we had just found out we were pregnant. I was shooting 30 weddings that season and was at the peak of my photography career in terms of profits and bookings and all the things. And then we found out our baby didn't have a heartbeat and everything I had worked so hard to build was threatened. For the first time in my career, I didn't care about email. Social media felt so silly. Every ounce of hustle and productivity was swallowed up by grief. And I finally realized that the business I had built was one that stopped the second I needed to stop. I didn't have a system. I didn't have a team. I had to show up even when life begged me to just stop and be. Because when I didn't, everything would be gone. I made my first hire in that early dark season and I finally started to see the light. I knew that while I disconnected so that I could grieve, my clients were being loved on, being responded to, and that my business was still running and it was running without me. It was a first dose of freedom that became my obsession. The girl that had turned down the offers for help in the form of a virtual assistant over three times was now looking to hire more help to get more hands on deck. That tiny feeling of freedom has fueled me from that day in 2016 and has led me to today where I have a full team of salaried members and trusted contractors that are running my business while I'm currently on vacation with my family on the other side of the world. So let's talk about how I got from there to here, shall we? Now, if you don't think you need help, then let's start here with the things you are currently apologizing for or feeling guilt about. Outsourcing doesn't always have to start within your business. Rather than thinking about what you spend most of your time doing, those things that you love, that you're excited and passionate about, maybe you should start to consider what you spend most of your time apologizing for or feeling guilty about. Like actually start to pay attention to the words that follow, I'm sorry that you're saying in your daily life. Sorry, the laundry isn't done. I'm sorry we have no food for dinner. I'm sorry I didn't get back to your email. I'm sorry I'm late on that deadline. I'm sorry I didn't write that post. Do you catch my drift here? What you're saying sorry for is a huge barometer in terms of where you might actually need help. It's those things that make us feel stressed and anxious and flustered, like we're not doing enough. Those things. So pay attention to the apologetic statements coming out of your mouth, because it's the best way to figure out where exactly you might need support. One statement I've removed from my vocabulary is, I don't have time for whatever that thing might be, because I probably do have time. I'm probably just not making it a priority in this season. You've probably seen some iteration of the quote, we make time for the things that are priorities in our lives. Dang, it hits home, right? Because it's so true. We all have the same amount of time to get stuff done during the day, but how we spend our time largely depends on what our current priorities look like. If it's work, work, work for you right now, that's okay. That comes with a lot of growth seasons and beginning seasons in business. You might need some support in your personal life so you feel less like you're drowning when you close your computer for the day and realize that the fridge is empty and your sheets haven't been washed in over two months. Another quote that always makes me laugh is, we have the same number of hours in the day as Beyonce. Like Queen Bee is a legend and an inspiration to me through and through. But when I said that, you probably thought, well, duh, Beyonce gets it all done. She has a team of people supporting her with everything from glam to scheduling, management to styling, fitness, and so much more. 
She doesn't do it alone and neither should you. So maybe you have things in both your personal and your professional life that you constantly feel behind on. Pick the biggest one first and get help with that. And then keep getting help with the next biggest thing and the next and the next. And it doesn't have to be paid help either. It can be help from your family, your friends, your partner, or your spouse. Sometimes it takes pinpointing the help you need and then communicating it to help ease of your workload and reshape your priorities. Now, if we're talking business, when it comes to entrepreneurship, a great place to start is by hiring a virtual assistant or a VA. There are so many types of VAs out there who can help you with social media, invoicing, emails, calendar management, content writing, and so much more. Really, whatever you need help with the most. Many VAs get into that line of work because they're highly detail and task-oriented individuals. They take direction well and enjoy being in a support role to allow you to have some time freed up so that you can take back your life. Now, if you paid someone $20 an hour to work on some of your biggest pain points for just a few hours a week, would it be worth it? Would those things you always procrastinate or put off to the end of your to-do list be better utilized if they were a ball in someone else's court who actually enjoyed and excelled at them? I mean, that's a game changer if you really think about the time and the energy you could be saving with a small, simple shift to outsource to a VA. I remember when I hired my first VA, Caitlin, who is still on my team today. The expense was equivalent to the mortgage we were paying. And let me just be honest, it hurt. There was a piece of me thinking, why would I pay someone $1,200 to do the things that I'm doing right now on my own? But I did the math and I realized that with the 40 hours she would save me that month, all I had to do was book two more photo shoots to pay for her. And those would take me maybe max 10 hours. So it actually ended up saving me 30 hours a month and days spent doing the tasks that I hated so that I could focus on what I was really good at. And she could do the things that she loved. Like it was a win, win, win. And Honestly, after about two weeks, I knew that I had made the right call. Drew and I were talking a few days ago just about the difference in our life from when I was making 50K a year at Target to now running a multi-million dollar company. And I told him that the main difference is that now I will pay pretty much any amount of money for convenience and to be freed up to do what I love, whether that's mothering my baby or working in my business. We don't buy a ton of expensive things. We live debt free, but I found myself being so much more open to protecting my time and I will pay pretty much any amount of money to get my time back. When I look back to hiring my first hire, I really quickly found freedom. Like after I outsourced just a little and got back a few hours of my time each week, I became hooked and sort of went on this outsourcing spree. A few things that I currently outsource include email support, tech support, accounting, bookkeeping, graphic design, Facebook ads, web design, content writing, even house cleaning, lawn mowing, and meal delivery. I know it sounds like a lot, but I've been able to free up so much of my time so that I can focus on the areas where I truly excel, like singing lullabies to my baby girl or working on high level strategy for my business. Now that I've got you paying attention to all of your apologizing, let's focus in on something awesome, your genius spots. Going into this year as a new mom, I took a good hard look at my business and how I was spending my days. You see, a lot of times I find myself getting sucked into tasks just because I can do them. I mean, 
I can pretty much do anything needed inside of my business because I've played every single role at one time or another. And so going into this new life season and wanting to fiercely protect my time, I made a list of all the things I was doing in one week from making graphics to designing web pages to posting to Instagram and so on. Now, let me be honest, the list was really long. I'm not going to lie. And then I had this come to Jesus talk with myself and I asked myself, what are the things that only I can do? Like really, truly, I am the only person that can do them. And you want to know what I found? Out of the 30 or so tasks that I found myself doing just in one week's time span, there were only three places that couldn't be outsourced. Three. You want to know what they were? One, the vision of my business. Two, the voice on this podcast. And three, the face in the pictures. That's literally it. In all the places I can serve my business with all the hats that I can wear, I only need to be doing these three things and every single other thing can and should be outsourced if I truly want to focus on freeing up my time. Now, I won't lie, it was a little hard to swallow the fact that I wasn't as needed in my own business as I had fooled myself to believe, but it was also incredibly freeing. Did you know that this calendar year, I have been off for over half of it, and it's been our most profitable year yet. From my three-month maternity leave to two-month-long rendezvous to Hawaii to today where we are in Australia as a family, I have never had more freedom to step away from my business with the assurance that things are running while I rest. Why is this the case today? Because I keep coming back to those three things that only I can do, my genius spots, and I'm outsourcing every other bit of it. When I get in the trenches and I do work other than those three things, I'm pulling myself back into tasks that don't need to be done by me. And I'm actually distracting myself from the more important work. Maybe you can relate to that feeling after that crazy long day when it feels like you're up to your eyeballs and they're crossing and you walk away from your desk thinking, what the heck did I even get done today? Chances are, if you're feeling that way, you're not working in your genius spots. I recently went as far as to hire our newest team member, Marissa, who is making a great salary and whose job is to literally replace me in as many ways as she can so that I can be freed up to serve in those three spots and get out of the trenches of day-to-day business life. Like I basically hired my own replacement to help me manage our team and to be our integrator so that I can truly be the visionary and not just a project manager. So if pride has its way of making you feel small or insignificant, just remember that I basically just replaced myself in my own business so that I can really get into my genius spots. It's that important to me. So I want you to think, like really think about a couple of things. What are the tasks in your business that come to you really naturally without much strain or pain or effort? What are things that you love to do that light you up, that make you feel alive and give you a sense of deeper meaning and purpose? I want for you to get really specific and maybe even write down what those are. It could be one thing or it could be five, but get really, really clear on your innate gifts within your own business. Your genius spots are the intersection of your talents and your passion. If you're struggling here and thinking, Jenna, I'm not a genius, then I want for you to keep a notepad by your workstation this week and write down each task that you're doing and then rate each one on a scale of one to five for ease and passion. 
So now that you have your genius spots, let's work through the trouble zones or the things that are likely to be the last to get done because you dread them the most. Write down every single task and pain point and the work that falls outside of those genius spots that you deal with on a daily or a weekly basis. These are the things that are in many ways the ones that drain your energy. They take more time than it should. They don't get done or they don't even fulfill you all that much. Trust me. There are things you are avoiding right now, whether work or life. What are those tasks? Are they things that you and only you can do? Probably not. Those things that aren't within your genius zone might feel like stuff you need to be doing. You might feel like that's how you pay your dues and get ahead later. No job or business is totally great all the time anyways, right? But it's actually really powerful to realize that those tasks that don't come natural to you and do come natural to someone else, that's a gift. There are people out there who love crunching numbers and looking at analytics. There are people who adore writing blog posts and flexing their creative voice. There are people who light up when they get to code websites and create functional user experiences. And guess what? Those people are probably a whole lot faster and more efficient at those tasks than you are. I repeat, they can not only do them for you, but they can do them a whole lot faster and more efficiently than you can. So just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. And maybe you're feeling like you're watching other entrepreneurs juggle all the things seemingly with grace, at least according to their Instagram posts. The people who make it look easy are probably the ones rocking their genius spots while other people are behind the scenes supporting the other areas. I'm going to give you permission to discover, embrace, and really step into your genius spots and work to master and hone in on those. Hand over the other stuff to people whose genius spots sync up with those tasks and responsibilities that you hate to do, or at least the things you put off doing. I'm talking about outsourcing on the show today, so it seems perfect that PicMonkey is supporting this episode. Outsourcing can take on so many different forms. Maybe you'll hire someone to do your graphics for you, or maybe you'll turn to PicMonkey to help you create standout visuals to promote your brand or business. Using PicMonkey, you can create powerful designs for social media, marketing materials, advertising, and so much more. I'll let you in on a secret. You've actually been seeing a whole bunch of the PicMonkey templates on my my social media lately. The templates are a great way to jumpstart your creative process. They can be used as is for stunning visuals to promote a new blog post or podcast episode, or can be quickly edited to suit your brand colors and styles. You can create your own brand look like colors, fonts, etc., and then apply them to all your visuals to get a cohesive look instantly, no matter what it is you're creating. With a PicMonkey subscription, you get all the things. Thousands of those templates, millions of stock photos, a live support team to help you out, plus real-time collaboration capabilities so you can start a design and have your team finish it up. We love PicMonkey on Team Jenna Kutcher, so we're working with them to get you 17% off your annual subscription. That's up to $20 off the regular price. Head to PicMonkey.love slash Jenna Kutcher. That's 17% off your annual PicMonkey subscription at PicMonkey.love slash Jenna Kutcher. 
This episode of the podcast is dedicated to HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the tool I use to send invoices, collect payments, get contracts signed, and so much more. Save 50% off your annual subscription and find out how I use HoneyBook in my business every single day by going to jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook. That's jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook. One of the biggest ways I've been challenged lately has come with being a mom. I'm still nursing Conley and breastfeed her 95% of the time, so I've had to work in three-hour increments for this year. And that's kind of generous. It's usually more like two-hour time chunks between naps and feedings and reading books. And so I really have challenged myself to focus that super limited time on things that will move the needle for the business and the things that only I can do. And so at the end of each day, it's really easy to assess if I'm honoring my genius spots or falling into bad habits of just busying myself to feel like I'm making progress. So think about it. Maybe hiring a social media manager would save you six hours of your time each week. And the manager could maybe do it in four hours because they're really, really good at it. If you're paying, let's say, $30 an hour, that's $120 a week to get back six hours of your time to put back into the areas that you really excel at. Could you spend six hours working on something that could make you back that $120? Could you build something that would not just make a return today, but build out something that could give you a return a month from now or six months from now? You catch my drift? Like when we hired a house cleaner, I hated that we were doing it. But when Conley was born, I realized that I could spend my weekends dusting and scrubbing toilets, or I could be present for my daughter and claim back the hours that it would take away from her. Yes, I could dust every shelf, but do I do it? No. And my time with my family is so valuable. So you have to weigh it out. But if anything, simply testing something out for 90 days and then deciding if the return is worth the cost is the best way to do it. It's going to look a little different for everyone based on the positions you hire and how much work they're doing or where you're getting help. But no matter what, having help in place to do the things you dread is going to give you a significant slice of your time and your freedom back. Odds are when you're focusing on the things that you are really, really good at, the investment will pay off immensely and you'll feel a whole lot happier in the meantime. When I realized that I'd become a photographer because I was passionate about photography, but my days were spent doing all business things, admin, emails, invoices, I realized I needed to get back to the things that only I could do and get help so that I could get back to what I love and thus make more money doing the actual service while paying for the help I needed on the business side. It felt counterintuitive at the time, but Lordy, it was exactly what I needed. Your time is extremely valuable. It's a currency that's non-renewable, unlike money. To live a full life, you need to make sure you're spending each and every day filling it with the things that make you feel meaning and purpose and drive. Of course, you can do it all on your own, and you've probably proved that already by doing everything on your own thus far, but that doesn't mean you should keep that rat race up or that you have to. Time is so incredibly precious. I'm realizing that more and more as I grow into motherhood and spend more time with my little family. The more that I soak up my daughter's giggles and date nights with Drew and hear stories from women who are facing fertility problems or body image struggles who have found a glimmer of hope in my story, the more I realize that these are the things that matter to me. Not doing it all on my own and being the toughest, most independent entrepreneur on the block. No one's going to write that on my headstone, that I was so good at working behind a keyboard, right? 
impacting others and embracing my loved ones is what brings me the most joy. So rather than burning the midnight oil each night and hustling myself into the ground until I reach the next milestone, I want to prioritize the blissful things in my life. And for me, it looks like using money as a means of exchange to claim back my time. I can always figure out a way to make more money, but no one has figured out how to get back lost time. So maybe I've convinced you that you need help, but maybe your next question is, how the heck do I find the right kind of help? This might be the most intimidating part of the process. I know that hiring can feel like naming your first child, which is impossible, by the way. But I approach hiring from a way less complicated, less daunting standpoint. So hopefully I can help shed some light here. There are so many resources available for finding help. And when it comes to outsourcing, it's best to first figure out what you need the most, regardless of whether you choose to outsource professional tasks or personal tasks first. My number one tip for finding a great virtual assistant, home cleaner, yard person, nanny, accountant, or whoever else that is that you need is to ask around. Yep, I'm going old school on this advice. But it is so true that people can present themselves as one thing online or on their resumes, but it's so much more powerful to get a personal recommendation. Ask the people in your life who you trust or who you see are killing the game. If you have friends who are entrepreneurs, ask where they found their teams or if their contractors have any openings. Ask your neighbors, your friends, your local family members if they know of service providers in town who are trustworthy and quality professionals. I always start here first because some of my best hires have come directly from recommendations. I mean, we looked at things like Yelp to find a good restaurant for dinner. So why would we not look for reviews from the people that we know and trust? The more you put out your need into the universe, the more likely you are to be connected with the perfect person. Word of mouth is still one of my favorite and most reliable resources in finding solid support because the recommendation of someone who's experienced working with someone else and who's gotten great results out of it is so irreplaceable and powerful. So start there first. And a great extension of word of mouth these days is utilizing social media and online groups. I have so, so many people who started as my Instagram friends. Then we became DM friends and we chat and support each other online. Eventually, over time, I developed real relationships with some of them who work in the online industry too. And we end up trading business advice and hiring tips with each other all the time. That team member that I just hired, I got the job description for her role from my friend Amy Porterfield and was connected to someone through her just by telling her what I needed and what I was looking for. So seriously, ask around. You could also join Facebook groups with like-minded individuals or businesses in similar industries as yours. The Gold Digger Facebook group is constantly opening up conversations about hiring and outsourcing and what to look for when you're ready to hire. We've linked it up in today's show notes where you can find them at jennacutcherblog.com slash outsource. There are so many business owners and VAs and social media managers and more in there with tons of advice and know-how, and they're always up for dishing to other community members. If you're not a part of our private community that's over 50,000 strong or a part of other Facebook groups that fit your business and your industry, you're totally missing out on a great tool for not just word of mouth recommendations, but also for networking and business strategy ideas. I highly recommend joining and taking advantage of these free resources and communities. I often find a ton of great tips and tricks within my Facebook group as well as other Facebook groups, and I find camaraderie and community. 
We even do posts where you can post your hiring needs or share where you'd like to serve in other businesses. And a lot of people connect with one another on those posts and find the perfect person for the job they're hiring for. Finally, you can take advantage of platforms that match you with potential team members. LinkedIn, Upwork, and Outsourcely are all platforms for business owners and freelancers of all kinds get to meet, collaborate, and build lasting work partnerships. You can find all kinds of remote workers on here, including VAs, writers, coders, graphic designers, web designers, and so much more. The last four hires I've made for my team were all through LinkedIn. It's literally taken me under five days to hire each position, even my most recent salaried position that required a graduate degree and solid experience. Like I swear by LinkedIn. So regardless of what site you choose, you simply post your job and independent contractors can apply online. This does open up more room for making the wrong hire since you're just going off of what they say and any portfolio experience they're providing. Not a personal recommendation, but as long as you're careful, you can definitely connect with the right person. I've been really lucky here. I would recommend getting hyper specific in your job posting. Be sure to include exactly what you're looking for in an individual and why. Whether you need someone highly detail oriented or creative or someone who has experience with something technical like SEO or small business accounting, get really in depth with your vetting questions and ask for people to share what makes them stand out, what would make them a great fit for your brand and how they could impact your business. Now, one reason I personally love LinkedIn is that you can search for keywords in candidates profiles. And since I'm only hiring people with experience, I want to find those who match the key needs of the job that I'm hiring for. Instead of creating an application and having a million responses to weed through and phases to the process with LinkedIn, people just submit their profile, which includes their past experience and a little bit about them. And it makes the vetting process so much easier and less emotional and it speeds things up immensely. I've literally told so many people about this because they're always so impressed at how I hire quickly. And it's kind of my secret that I swear by. Now, a lot of times, even with these online services, you'll be able to instinctually tell who's being phony and who legitimately cares about your job posting and the opportunity at hand. Ask some questions, get recommendations if you need them, and make sure you actually like that person. Like you'll want to interview them or at least vet the experience and look into their background to some extent. Pay attention to the way that they describe themselves, the way they communicate, how they speak about your brand, and if it's aligned with your vision and where they see themselves going. There's a lot of generic hiring lingo out there that people use just to seem professional, but you want to be looking for people whose genius areas are within the needs you've identified that you're hiring for. Look for people who are enthusiastic and on fire for what they do. Look for the ones who are invested in learning more about the industry, exploring new opportunities, and who want to grow with you. Look for eagerness, passion, and excitement. Each time I've hired... I've posted the job posting, shared it on social, and made a decision of who I'm going to hire within five days. Like I move fast. I follow my gut and I get things done quickly. Once I found my person, I move on and shut down the listing. It's kind of like wedding dress shopping. Like once you pick your wedding dress out, stop looking at magazines, stop searching for others, make your decision and then get to work. Now, there's a lot of advice out there that says to hire slow and fire fast, but I'm not necessarily a believer in all of that. 
Sure, like be careful when you're hiring. Do your homework and don't just hire the first or the cheapest applicant. Hiring someone with more experience is probably going to cost you a bit more, but they'll also probably require less training time. But hiring someone brand new with little experience can also allow you to train and tailor their work style to exactly what you want and need. Above all else, I'm a huge proponent of following your gut when you hire. Whether you just get a funny feeling about someone or you feel drawn to them inexplicably, listen to that feeling and investigate it further. We are all a whole lot more intuitive than we could ever imagine. And when it comes to hiring, it's often fairly evident who the right fit for your management style and the brand is from the jump. Don't be afraid to listen to that instinct. I've been known to hire people in less than a day because I've looked into them and I've loved their online presence. And when I went to bed at the end of the night, they were still in my mind. I remembered their application. Maybe they had legit experience that vibed with my brand and voice. They had sound, actionable feedback for my brand. And I usually just really like them as people. Following that instinct is a whole lot more important than doing what you think you should be doing when it comes to hiring and following a three interview, two project tests, and a reference check like your friend told you to do. Now, I've come a long, long way from being the white knuckle girl who is scared to exchange money to get back time. I now have more freedom than ever, and I will now happily trade money to get my time freed up. I have a team of people who are working in their genius spots so that we can serve the world in ways that only we can do it, which let me remind you, like I can only serve the world in three ways. Humbling. Am I right? So as you start to think about expanding your team or hiring for help, I want for you to cost it out, like actually take some time. What is it costing you to be in the trenches of your business, to not be serving your business in your genius spots? What is it going to cost you to get help? Can you make that amount of money in the time that you're saving yourself? Can you create something that can generate income, not just today, but tomorrow and a week from now and a month from now? Are you confident in your ability to bring in enough money to help cover the help that you're going to get? For me now, I am not afraid to hire because I know that if I'm hiring for the right positions, the positions that I shouldn't be serving the business in, that I will be freed up to drive that bottom line in ways that I can't when I'm stuck in the trenches. So friends, I know it feels like a lot, but chances are you need help too. Whether you're asking your friends and family for help or you're ready to make your first hire, I hope that you feel a little bit more supported in finding the right help that you deserve and probably need in order to live a fuller, more meaningful life that consists less of clawing yourself out of the piles of work and more of just enjoying the things you love doing with the people you love the most. I know it can be scary. I know it can feel overwhelming, but your business deserves to reach its fullest potential and you deserve to not be a slave to time. Getting help is the surest and fastest way to achieving both of those worthy goals and outsourcing is a life-changing shift to be able to get more out of work and life. I can't wait to see how you do it, how you release the grip of control and money and open your hands to freedom and possibility. The two reasons you probably started this whole thing in the first place. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. 
Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.